Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ and welcome to the Upper Room Church. And welcome to our podcast. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And I would like to thank all my podcast listeners who have joined in. And for all those people who are listening online for this 40 days of reflection. Thank you for joining in from different parts of the world. Wherever you are, whichever country. All I want to say, God loves you. He has a great plan for you. And keep moving forward. Thank you. We are so blessed to have you today. And thank you for joining in. And to be part of this reflection. And I thank Thank you, Church, for joining in faithfully every single day for this 40 days of reflection. And I pray that God blesses you. God gives you strength. Amen. The Bible says in, in the Gospel of Matthew, it says, I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices, for I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. God loves sinners and he has come to make the sinners righteous. Amen. God is so good. And when we accept Christ, all things become new. Amen. And today, church, I would like to share something good, what the Bible talks about. And before we get into the word of God for today, let's begin with a prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God, we come before you, O Lord. You're the God of glory. You're the God of hope. You're the, you're the God of Israel and you've got of all nations. We bless your holy name, O God. We give you praises. We give you glory. We give you honor, Jesus. Spirit of God, dwell inside of us. We praise you. We praise you and Holy Spirit of God, wash us, sanctify us, give us a new spirit, a new heart and dwell in us and give us life, give us life to our mortal body through Jesus Christ. And thank you Holy Spirit, help us to move in the right direction and Holy Spirit of God, help us to speak mysteries, give us new tongues and new gifts. Help us, bless us, fill us with your understanding, knowledge and love. For you are the good shepherd. Thank you, Jesus. We come before you, Lord. We give you praises unto you, Lord. We give you glory. We bless this time of prayer. That you speak through my mouth, that God anoint this message. And everyone who is listening, bless them, O Lord. Let your countenance shine upon them. Let your peace Invade in their hearts, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We praise you. We bless you. Amen. What a joy it is, church, to join again for this day of reflection. God has been so good to us. He cares about us. He cares about our needs. He loves you unconditionally. He gives his agape love for you and me. God is good. Amen. And today I would like to talk about that what God calls you. He has given you and me a great position. 
Amen. He has given us this great position. Have you ever thought that you are not very important in the kingdom of God? You must have thought only few people are eligible for this title, great position, like evangelists, like missionaries, like pastors, only special people, and that you don't have much role in God's plan. That's not true, church. Everyone, including you, you have an important role to play. And I want you to understand as we meditate on the word and the scriptures that this is for you and for me. And you have a great position in God's kingdom. You have a great place in God's kingdom and you need to know this church. Settle this in your heart. Let it abide in your heart church. Because there might be times in your life where you must have felt insignificant. You must have felt unimportant. That you, you must have thought that other people are more talented, they're more educated, they have a good background, which you don't have. But today, church, as a believer in Christ Jesus, we have a great position in the kingdom of God. Amen. And I would like to quote two of the great positions what I want to talk about today, share the message about. Now, I want to say this to you, church. I prophesy over your life, I declare over your life that you are a priest. Amen. And that's not a small thing, church. Because if you see the Old Testament, we see that how God placed priests in an extremely significant position, in a high position, a high category. And it says in 1 Peter, You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. And it says in 1 Peter 2, 9, But you are a chosen people. The word of God directly points at you, church, and to me. When we read the scriptures, it is saying directly, you. And this message is for you. Wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever your background is, whatever your denomination of denomination is, Whichever church you belong to, wherever you are, whatever it is. But the word of God is same for everyone. Because God has no favoritism. He is the same yesterday, today, forever for those who love him. And I want to tell you, church, that you are a chosen people and a royal priesthood. Glory be to God. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Amen. Amen. 
It just doesn't say a priesthood, but it says a royal priesthood. Look at that. Look at the word, the royal. They say they're royal king. He's a royal king. A royal priesthood, such great position God has given you and me. And he's saying a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Jesus has made us to be the kingdom and priest to serve God and the Father. To him be the glory and power forever and ever. You are a priest. That's a good news, church. Because you are no longer in the old covenant, you are in the new covenant. Amen. And when I say that you are a priest, when the word of God declares, when God declares you are a priest, there are four ways that we can serve God as priest. One, we pray to God. Two, we praise God. Three, we worship God. And four, we minister to people around us. Amen. That's what the priest does in the Old Testament. That's what they do, even in this new era. They pray to God, they praise God, they worship God, and what they do is they minister to people. And that's what God wants us. Because when He has given this great position, when He has made us the priest of His kingdom, we need to do these four things. Whatever your status is, whether you're a minister of God, whether you're just a volunteer in the church, or you're just a worship leader, or you're just a homemaker, or just a single mother, whatever your status is, God's word says you are a priest. That means wherever you go, you are serving and representing God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's why, church, we need to pray to God. Every day we need to pray to the Father. Prayer is a very important thing in our life. That's a, that's a believer's character. Pray to God. Pray for people around you. Pray for people who are sick. Pray for someone who is in need of God's blessings. God loves people who pray, who interacts with them. Pray to God. And then praise God. Praise God. We have to give praises unto God. We need to appreciate God for who He is and what He does for us. And then we worship. When we worship God, we have this deep reverence for God. Hallelujah. We have this deep reverence for God. 
Now, if you, if you want to ask me what's the difference between praise and worship, they, they always work together and they complement one another, church. Now, praise is an expression of approval. Because in our life, we praise people, we can praise God. That is, we are acknowledging and appreciating for what He has done for us. It's in a way of giving thanks unto God. Because God is worthy of our praise. And there are so many Bible examples that where the prophets and the men of God, the women of God, praised God. They Some express their praise to dancing, some express their praise to shouting, some express their praise uh, in playing music and instruments. It was always a joyful moment to praise God. But worship is an expression of adoration and reverence. And the worship, it is only belongs to God. And when we worship church, we submit ourselves completely before God. It's a completely surrender to God. And we completely humble ourselves before God. Just like Jesus humbled himself before the Father. He worshipped the Father. And the Bible tells us that we need to worship in spirit and truth. If you read in John 4, God is the spirit and those who worship in him must worship him in spirit and truth. And if you see in most of the churches, in the modern day churches, they begin the service with worship. And this time of worship, it includes both praises and worship. Usually the worship leader begins by engaging the congregation in songs of praise, giving thanks unto God, acknowledging His great things. And then slowly he changes the atmosphere into a deeper worship. Because praise and worship is not just time that we only do it at church on a Sunday morning. It should be our lifestyle. It should be an integral part of our lives every day. Because if you read in the book of Revelation, God is worshipped in heaven without ceasing. There is no time limit in, in heaven. There is no time. Time is only on the earth. There is no time there. There is no wall clock there wherein the angels are worshipping for one hour and then they go and rest. No. It's an ongoing process, church. And here also we need to keep praising and worshipping God. Never to stop praising and worshipping Him. He deserves all praise. He deserves all glory. He deserves all honor. And, and if you read the Bible, that in, in the Gospels, how Paul and Silas praised God when they were in prison. When they were in prison. Because praise breaks the chains. Praise releases the power. And that is what church, we as a priest of God, we have this great position to praise God and to worship God. And then we need to minister to people. Share the good news. Whatever you learned, 
talk about Jesus, brag about Jesus. It's just not the ministers of God's duty. It's just just not my duty as as being a woman of God to share the gospel. Everyone is called to do this. Wherever God has placed you, share the love of God. Share what God has done in your life. Share the good things, share the miracles, share the testimonies. Minister to people. Don't forget you're not ordinary church. You are a priest. And you need to take your priesthood seriously. And from this day onwards, live like that priest. being sanctified be holy be pure praising god worshiping god amen and then it says you are a christ ambassador hallelujah now we usually think of ambassadors as being people who represent their country when living in another country you know we think like that But I want to tell you church that you and me we represent to a different kind of a country that is the kingdom of God and it's our king Jesus Christ and wherever you go this is an awesome position what God has given us that we are his ambassadors amen Bible says in Ephesians 620 I am an ambassador in chains pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should Now whenever people see you and hear you talk they're seeing and listening to an ambassador of God I pray that you be the best ambassador for God Amen You are representative of God church And Whatever you do be a good example. Now Paul writes this letter to Timothy in 1 Timothy it says, "Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in life and love and faith and in purity." And right when Paul writes his epistle to Timothy, he's telling Timothy, "Don't let other people look down upon you just because you are young." but god has given you this great spirit in you god has given you this great anointing to you god has chosen you equipped you you are jesus's ambassador you are a christ ambassador so you set an example for the believers in speech in life and love and faith and purity so that means you need to be a good example in your speech You need to be a good example in your life. You need to be a good example in your love. You need to be a good example in all that you do. And as a priest and an ambassador of Christ Jesus, you represent God wherever you go. And don't think that you don't have anything important to do, church. You can have this great impact on everyone with whom you come in contact with. So rise up. Be bold. 
know that you are the priest of god know that you are an ambassador of christ what a position god has given you and me hallelujah you're no longer rejected you're no longer low you're not uh, poor but you are christ ambassador what a privilege to serve the king of kings what a privilege to honor the king of kings and when you serve god talk to others about jesus teach the word of god serve them and god will reward you shit and mostly what i want to tell you about is when we do all these things sometimes some people get into spiritual pride thinking that i'm a better christian than the other person whom i'm talking to i understand bible more than the other person does no i am closer to god more than the other person does you know sometimes we might slip into a spiritual pride and that's very dangerous that's very dangerous because we need to keep ourselves under subjection and we need to pray to god for humility church that's very important because sometimes we 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 become rich we have this pride but now we are becoming rich in spiritual not in physical we are we are the priest of jesus we are the ambassador of jesus god has given this great position so we need to be very careful that we don't allow this kind of a spiritual pride enter into us the bible says in proverbs 11 when pride comes then comes disgrace but with humility comes wisdom hallelujah pride only breeds quarrels but wisdom is found in those who take advice pride goes before destruction a haughty spirit before a fall a man's pride brings him low but a man of lowly spirit gains honor because jesus is a greatest example of humility i always told you in all my messages he uh, he displayed his humility at the cross he displayed his humility in the garden of gethsemane and i, I recommend you to you hear the previous messages in the garden of gethsemane there are messages in the podcast please tune into the previous messages if you haven't heard those messages being witness for christ the choices defines our character there's so many messages i would request you that you tune into this messages and if you haven't heard this message be blessed church be blessed you are the apple of his eye you are the salt and light of the world you have a great position in Christ Jesus church and we should never forget that amen and jesus displayed this great humility and that's what the bible says in philippians 2:5 to 7 your attitude should be the same as that christ jesus who being in very nature of god did not consider equality with god something to be grasped but made himself nothing taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness hallelujah So that's why we need to always keep checking ourselves, safeguarding ourselves so that we do not slip into spiritual pride. But know that we have been called by God. We have been chosen by God. We have been equipped by God. We are the holy nation. We are the royal priesthood. You are the chosen people. Amen. Isn't that the good news, church? It is indeed a good news. What a privilege we have and we serve Christ. We are the ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We are the priests of his kingdom. Amen. And let's 
Remember, as a priest, we also have this responsibility to pray for people, to pray for nations, to pray for sick people, to intercede for people, for the families around us, for the ones who are not saved, or ones who have been uh, uh, not seen, receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior. Pray for families, pray for your community, pray for your church, pray for your leaders, your governments, whichever country you are. As a believer of God, it's our duty to pray for our leaders, pray for our ministers, pray for the political leaders, for the government, for the officials, and pray for our nations, for the well-being, for the economy of the, our nation. We need to pray for our neighborhood. We need to pray for the companies what we work in for. Wherever you are, pray church. Take some time and pray. God will answer your prayer. Praise God. Worship Him. Even when you're going through a crisis, tribulation, some kind of sickness you're fighting, I pray that you move into more greater level of faith. And if you have any kind of sickness, any kind of pain, I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. I decline or prophesy complete healing over your body right now. Hallelujah. Complete healing over your pains. Complete healing over your body. Whatever area you're going through. Pain right now. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And I pray that God releases you from every bondage. And moves you into a great direction of God's kingdom glory. That you have a great purpose and a role to play. Nothing by any means can touch you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, church. I declare this and I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I pray. Let's close our eyes wherever you are. Father, we pray, O God, for your people, Lord Jesus, who are listening to this message. Bless them, O Lord. Give them the strength. Give them the wisdom, the power, the understanding, and the knowledge, Lord Jesus. And I pray that your presence will go with them, Lord. That you will give them rest, Father. Yes, Lord Jesus, I pray. And I rebuke every kind of pain or sickness in their body right now, Jesus. You are the powerful and wise God, Lord. And I pray that you deliver your people from the clutches of the enemy. I rebuke every work of the enemy over their lives right now in the name of Jesus because they have been redeemed by your precious blood O oh Lord you have sealed them and you have filled them and with your Holy Spirit Lord Jesus Lord I bind and break loose the bondages of the people Lord I pray that you bless these people for Lord, you became a curse on the cross, Lord, so that they have been redeemed from every curse. I pray that you're going to bless them, heal them, recover them, restore them, Jesus. And let the seed be sown into their heart, that they are called priest and the ambassador of you, Jesus. And I declare, Lord, that they are the royal priesthood, a chosen people, a holy nation, Lord, a people belonging to you, Father. And I pray that you're going to bless these people in a special way, Lord. And I thank and praise you, Jesus, that you're going to do great things in their life. You're going to fulfill their heart desires of Jesus. 
and you're going to bless them in a special way, Jesus. You love them. You care about them, Lord. You're crazy about them, Jesus. Thank you, precious Father, for this wonderful time of prayer, our God. We thank you, we praise you, we bless you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. So God bless you, church. God be with you. And I'm sure you're blessed by this message. I am blessed by this message. And I'm, so, I'm sure that you are also blessed by this message. Amen. And before I close, I would love for you to do a couple of things for all my podcast listeners. Subscribe to our podcast if you haven't subscribed yet. Please share the podcast or tell a friend about it. You are actually spreading the gospel. You are becoming the evangelist of Jesus. Amen. Rate and review the podcast. And if you have prayer requests, you have blessed, you are being healed of any sickness. I believe that healing is taking place for some people while they listen to this message. There's a great anointing moving right now in the name of Jesus. And I believe that. And if you have a testimony to share, please write an email to us. All the details are given in the description box. God bless you and have blessed time until we meet tomorrow. Amen, amen, amen.